Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Get comfortable. Cross our legs. Stuck at home, what else is there to do other than just link your period to the moon for fun? Hey guys, what's up? Kaylin here and welcome to the Coffee Talk podcast. I'm like your virtual friend or sister over here on the interwebs who sits down with you every week, usually with a warm beverage in hand to talk about all things in the matter of life, motivation, mental health, spirituality, and just like fun conversations. And we're gonna have a chat today. And if you enjoyed today's chat, feel free to subscribe, give the show some love, or check out the links down below. If you wanna join the Coast community on the Discord chat, request your own Coffee Talk podcast episodes, or listen to the podcast because they come in audio versions too, and even sometimes blog post versions. All right, have I said everything I needed to say? So welcome today, drinking some peppermint tea. And guys, I'm gonna jump right into the deep end of TMI. I'm like day three on my flow, but it's okay. I'm, I'm totally riding the wave. I've been super inspired by not only just dipping more into my feminine, but like what that even means and actual active ways to do that in my day-to-day -day life. And one of the things that I have been getting more in touch with is my cycle. And I wanna talk about it today because I've found so many just intriguing little things, like little treasures, you might say, with just becoming more aligned with my flow and my cycle, and not just when I'm on my period, but the whole cycle. We're gonna jump into so much today. And at the same time, I'm actively trying to realign my period with the new moon. So, and I'll get into why I'm even doing that and everything in between. We're just gonna talk periods today. So if you have one, cheers to you. And if you don't and you're just curious, cheers to you too. And let's jump into today's conversation. Okay, so the circadian rhythm, it is basically the 24 hour clock that most of us live on. You go to sleep, you wake up, you start a whole new day, and most of our days are generally the same or we expect the same out of ourselves every single day, right? Like all of your goals, do all your top priorities, kind of maybe follow all of your routines in the exact same way that you usually do, fall asleep and do it all over again unless it's the weekend and you're eating all your favorite treats and staying up late at night because you can. Now, if you were born with the reproductive organs of a female, then here's something you might not have thought of before. You might know this, but this is gonna be like, you know it in your soul, but it's gonna like shatter the glass if you haven't already noticed this. We aren't meant to run on the circadian rhythm. Men, or people born with the reproductive organs of a man, are meant to run on their circadian rhythm. Guys, yo, guys and their hormones and everything going on with their bodies, they run on that 24 hour clock. They wake up in the morning, 
usually with a bit of a stiffy, and hormones just peaked, and go on about their day at high peak performance and can expect that out of themselves usually if everything's going well and they're balanced pretty much every single day. Women, on the other hand, we are more in sync with the moon rather than the sun. The sun comes up, the sun goes down. Even when the clouds are there, every single day, you know the sun has come up and come down. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to see. But women, on the other hand, we try and mold ourselves into set expectations. We try to basically live this very masculine way of living, might I say. But by nature, we women are lunar beings. Hence why the more you start to connect to your cycle, the more you'll start to understand perhaps why you feel certain days where you can be so productive and so disciplined with yourself and so on top of your game. And then other days where you feel like a hot mess, the tiniest inconvenience sets you off and you just feel like, what happened? Two weeks ago I was peaking and now I'm hella tweaking. Why? Every single woman is gonna differ, but the average woman's cycle links up to about 28 days. I don't link up to that, let me tell you, straightforward. I wish I did, I wish I was that clean cut. Sometimes my cycle has been like 35 days and there's been times where my cycle has been like 20 days, but I'm coming from the standpoint of still healing my body and healing my period. It's weird because I also used to idolize how much work I used to get done during that period of my life and how able I was to just wake up and feel like I had reset myself and could just go into my day, but I was so out of touch with my feminine. I was so out of touch with my body. And to be honest, I didn't have my period because I wasn't being healthy at that time. So I wasn't doing myself any kind of favors. It may have felt favorsome in the moment, but it was definitely not a long-term approach to life. And anything that's healthy for you is usually going to need to be a long-term approach to your life. So anyway, I got my period back in 2019. I felt like it was like a gift for having done the work I had done up until that point, all my self-care, all my therapy, and just feeling like I had really wanted to re-heal and reconnect to that part of myself. It just felt like an opportunity. There's something about the moon. There's something about every single time I see the moon. I just feel so called to her. And at that point, I had also started to do research on the different phases and cycles of the moon. Thus came this birth of just something that was right in front of me the whole time. And I just clearly missed it. And it is the idea that our cycles are very much like the waxing and waning cycles of the moon. Whether you're synced to the moon or not, if you experience a period on a monthly basis, your body, your cycle runs very similarly to that of the moon. The really unfortunate thing is that most women live very distant from their period or very detached from their period. I mean, think about it. It's almost expected when you have your period to act like you don't have your period or the only people who tend to know are the girls who are very close to you, like roommates, sisters, and best friends. To the outside world, we hide it. We make it seem like we don't have our periods and we make it seem like we're just thriving as per usual, which again, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but there are repercussions to living more out of touch with your cycle. I mean, I feel like ever since I got my period, I was out of touch with it. I remember it was a horrifying day when I found out that I had my period. I knew exactly what it was 
and I just knew I had to go out and tell my mom. I'm not that close with my mom. And oh my God, I just felt horrified from day one. I was like, what, why do I have to deal with this? And this was during a very tomboy phase of my life, okay? I wanted to play basketball and collect bugs and stuff. So it just felt like I was being pulled back into like womanhood and femininity right when I didn't want to be. And ever since then, I despised my period. I, I was not grateful for my period at all. When my period returned 2019, I made it a goal of mine to start becoming more in tune with my period, more connected to my period. And then especially in 2020 when, you know, lockdown happened and I was at home a lot more and I was able to, in a weird way, like track these things a lot more. I was, I was journaling so much more and just keeping tabs on my mental health and keeping tabs on my health in general, especially living alone during a pandemic. I really just became so close to my period. Does that sound weird to say? I feel like it just, became a natural part of me. It became something I wasn't trying to hide anymore or wasn't like afraid of or ashamed of or thought that it was like a gross time of the month. It was like, it became this really kind of empowering thing. This idea that I didn't have to live every single day the same. The more I started to really understand and comprehend the complexity of the female body in the sense of just like how I said, the sun rises and sets every day, just like men's hormones rise and set. Our hormones, our energy, everything, it's fluctuating so differently. It fluctuates over periods of weeks. Now I'm gonna talk about all the different phases of the period and then it's symbolism to the moon. You don't have to link it to the moon, but this is for those of you guys that might want to. I'm trying to right now because like I said, stuck at home, what else is there to do other than just link your period to the moon for fun. But our menstrual cycle can be looked very similarly and synced very similarly to the phases of the moon. Now I've done an entire coffee talk that I'll link in the show notes about the phases of the moon. So I'm going to talk more about the period side of things today. If you want to link it up to the different phases of the moon, definitely go check out that coffee talk because we go into full depth about the symbolism about the phases and you can get journal prompts and all of that good stuff in that coffee talk. It's believed that the energy of the moon affects us differently when it comes to not only our energy, but our creativity, our immune health, our metabolisms, our sleep quality. Today, I'm going to tie it to your menstrual cycle. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. For those of you guys out there who maybe have irregular periods, this is a really cool way to start to get to know your period better, start to get to know your body better, and again, really start to source out where those problems could be based on whatever phase of your menstrual cycle you're in. If you're having like more difficult PMS problems or symptoms, definitely talk to your doctor. But at the same time, this is also again, a really creative approach or opportunity to maybe get more close with what's going on with your reproductive organs and your cycle and understand yourself more. Just by paying more attention and better understanding the fluctuations within your energy and your hormones throughout the fluctuations of your cycle, you might be able to find a better balance with yourself and a better balance for your cycle and your life. 
it's just like an alignment it's aligning with your cycle which realistically is a very personal thing to do it's a very intimate thing to do but that's why I think it's so powerful it's such a way to embrace not only that part of yourself you know your womanhood but also to embrace and be humbled by your body and understand that like as much as we like to think our brains run the show our bodies are the vehicle and if you're not paying attention to the tweaks and communicating with your body then it's nearly impossible to feel like things are running smoothly at least that's my opinion okay I feel like sometimes I sound a little preachy but I truly do believe that the more in tune you are with your body the more in tune you're gonna be with life it's just common sense See, I'm getting preachy again. Now there are clearly very scientific terms for all the different menstrual phases. I'm not gonna use them because to be honest, I don't use them in my day-to-day -day chats. You can definitely look them up and if you're watching the video, I'll pop them on the screen. So typically when you're menstruating, the symbolism or metaphor you can think of is the new moon. It's when there's no light, things are at rest, you're at rest and your energy is usually around its lowest if not just before you start menstruating. For me, it's usually like the two days right before I get my period and the first two days of having my period those four days everything's dropped <laughs> everything is low and I'm lay tired the idea is that during that time you're doing a lot of resting physically but you're brainstorming and you're planning and you're planting seeds for the future you're planting seeds for the next moon cycle so that when you are ovulating you've already planted things for you to kind of you know take the fruit from does that make sense? It's best to plan ahead so that you can spend this time, this week, however long you're usually on your period, to be more inward, to be more at rest. This isn't to say that you can't go to work and do the types of things you normally do. It's just plan in advance so that you know, okay, I'm gonna get my period that week, so I'm going to actively choose to not sign up for so many things, to give myself a little extra time to sleep, to maybe not be so intensive with my workouts, maybe to do more slow yoga workouts, or to just nourish myself in, in whatever way and like whatever you deem to be a way to rest and be inward and be more at peace with yourself maybe you want to do more brainstorms maybe that's when you want to dream about your life i don't know whatever calls to you that says this is self soul nourishment try and plan a lot more of those things during that time this is also a really good time to take stock of your life and ask yourself how things are going and how you're feeling and what's working for you right now what hasn't been working for you lately before you move forward into your next cycle being a good time to just go with the flow this isn't even necessarily to say you want to plan that much in advance anyways it's more just being in tune, being more at rest, being really compassionate with yourself and going with the flow with however you feel during that time. Just taking care of yourself, self-care in whatever capacity that means for you. Just like after the new moon, light starts to grow, the moon starts to fill again, you can kind of think of that as your period ends and your uterus naturally starts to refill the lining. And so just as it's like the light is starting to fill the moon, your womb is starting to fill and ready itself for hope, what it hopes will be a future egg, but you know you ain't ready for that yet. Unless you are, which bless your soul. <laughs> but I'm not there yet. And so it's like, okay, uterus, you do your thing. And like, I'll take that and metaphorically give you creations via projects and work babies. That did not sound right, but you know what I mean? Like hobby babies and other ways of creation because that is truly what like women are so connected to. We are the connection, the portal between, you know, we bring souls to earth, damn it. We create. And so 
if you aren't ready to be having a baby right now, you can also think of this phase as like you're gaining momentum, you're gaining inspiration, you're gaining motivation, you're starting to put things into motion. Then when we hit our peak, which is ovulation, you can tie that to the full moon. So just like when the moon is full, it is said that energies are at its peak, things are active, things are happening, things are getting done. It's very similar in the terms of our ovulation. So when you're ovulating, obviously you're feeling good, you know? Even just biologically, we tend to look more, like our skin glows a bit more, you know, we get a little bit more rosy cheeks, we give off different pheromones to men saying, mate me, just don't bait me with a baby, because we ain't ready for that yet, hobby babies only. But mate me, <laughs> that is pretty much us in ovulation. And there's more to life than just men. This is also when you're feeling most active. You're like no longer just gaining inspiration. It's time for you to put it to work. It's time for you to like show up in the world or show up in your life. And so uh, the way that I kind of look at it is this is when I tend to post the most and I'm talking like on social media and in general just my content. I really post a lot more when I'm ovulating and it's obvious to me but it's also kind of premeditated now because I know that I'm feeling my best, I'm feeling good and I'm more well rested and I have the energy to stay involved, you know? You take what you were thinking about back then You've worked on it as the moon started to grow or as your body started to regain energy and regain momentum and you were regaining inspiration. And then as soon as you hit that ovulation, you hit that peak, you're out in the world and you're shining. Now, if you're into spirituality or you're into the idea of syncing your ovulation to the full moon, some really good ideas during this time is to get out under the moon, to see the moon with your eyes, to try your best to find a way to bathe in moonlight. And you can do this indoors, like it can be coming through the window, but just lay there, bask there, and just be like, yes, you know, howl with her, howl with the wolves, like, you are at your peak in that moment, versus when I'm menstruating, it's like, I, I want to turn off, I want to go back into myself and rest, and that's really the whole point. But obviously, when you are ovulating and you don't mate and bait, <laughs> weirdest thing I've said on the Coffee Talks in a while which is something, because I say weird things all the time, but you don't mate and bait, then obviously your body starts to understand, okay, we've missed our chance here, it's time to start closing down shop, send home the horses and the rodeo clowns. If you know what I'm talking about, I love you. And so things start to break down. You know, our energy starts to decline. We're feeling a little less in the mood and a little more like, can we just play some soft tunes, maybe brew a cup of tea and read a nice book in the corner because I'm feeling self-care coming on. And symbolically, if you choose to line that up to the moon, this would usually be after the full moon when the moon starts waning back into new moon rest mode. So my current goal right now is to realign my period to the new moon. I got super stressed out and all out of sync and out of whack back in October. Take this as you will, it could just be coincidence, but I've actively been like meditating on realigning to the new moon, have been writing it down in my journal, mantraing it, and my period came like a week and a half early, which also, okay, yeah, I was doing my brainstorms for the period talk, so maybe just all of that manifested itself physically, who knows? But I think our bodies are really intelligent and really in sync. And the more in sync I've felt with my period, the more I really enjoy the thought of just being in alignment with the moon. There's something about that that feels very natural to me, that feels very earthly to me and makes me feel more grounded. So that's why I'm doing it, but you absolutely do not have to. Absolutely feel free to just nix the whole moon part. It's still all relevant to the different phases of your menstrual cycle.
might want to track when it comes to your period is the different colors that you're seeing, the quantity that you're having, how many days your period is, how heavy is your flow, different symptoms you might experience. And this isn't to like overwhelm yourself. You don't have to keep track of all of these things, just more so the things you're noticing during your period phase. For instance, this period that I'm having right now and the one right before this, both of these I've had really bad cramps on the very first day and then they go away. My other periods, I wasn't experiencing that at all. It's a new symptom and it, it just kind of gives you the opportunity to look at your life and think, okay, what's changed around that time? Am I more stressed? Am I not? And just again, be more intimate with yourself, be more intimate with your body and be more aligned with your lifestyle. Paying attention to these subtle cues too and just keeping tabs on them in some way it gives you more of a clue to if there's any imbalances or anything going on with you that you might want to bring up to your doctor do women all bleed the same way it's definitely different for each woman like there's no one period that would symbolize everybody's period and that's why it is so important to get in touch with your cycle and to notice little subtle details about your flow but your period should roughly be red blood with the odd clot here and there or a few more or again, it's gonna be unique to you, but it's also totally normal to sometimes experience a little bit of pink or a little bit of spotting and a little bit of brown blood. Again, this is gonna be unique to you. I'm not a doctor. Definitely keep tabs on these things and bring them up if you start to feel any sort of concern. If you are noticing a lot of blood clots, for instance, this could just be a sign that things aren't necessarily flowing as easily or as easily as they could. What about the differences between light to heavy flow? Something that again, I used to think was such a good thing is that I always had a really light period. Even when my period first came back, it was always really light and it only lasted like two and a half days. And I kind of want to go back and smack myself a little bit because I used to gloat about this. This is not necessarily in my case, a good thing, okay? Again, become intimate with your period, learn it, understand it, but this happened to me for months where it was really light and only about two and a half days. The problem is that having a really light period all the time, and again, it not lasting very long, can be a sign of lack of sleep, of not getting the right proper nourishment for your body, or going through an excess amount of stress. And this can also be true if you notice that you skip a period and you're obviously not pregnant or you've done a test to know that you're not pregnant. So these aren't good things, you know? Not getting your period is not a good thing. I hope I don't have to say that. And having a really light, easy period Again, I'm not a doctor, but it's not necessarily a good thing. It's like our periods aren't meant to be easy going, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Like that is not meant to be our periods, unfortunately, but it's also not supposed to be a painful, terrible time either. Yes, it's normal to experience some cramps. Again, I can't even say that because I don't know your body and I don't know you or your cycle, but you can usually expect to have some symptoms, some cramps. But again, it's like, a, it's an invitation to rest with yourself and to listen to your body. And just like how really light flow periods and only light flow periods can be a problem or a concern or something you might want to look into. Same with having excessive, very heavy flowing periods. This can also be just a red flag or something you might want to pay attention to and talk to your doctor about. Now I'll leave you with the final concepts of the idea of yin and yang. And I leave you with this because I feel like this has kind of been a thread in a few of the latest coffee talks. And it's obviously something clearly very into learning about right now, but it's the idea of masculine energy and feminine energy. And I have been deep in a wormhole of just becoming more connected to my feminine energy, my yin energy, flowy. It's supposed to be creative. It's meant to be expressive. It's meant to be 
like movement versus yang energy, which tends to be considered more masculine. And that tends to be more action oriented, more urgent, more goals, more driving focus. And all human beings have both types of energy in them, yin and yang, and we're all made of a different cocktail of those things. And holy hell, if you start even dipping into astrology, everybody dances with those energies. But just in reconnecting with my own yin energy, getting more in tune with my feminine energy, getting more in tune with my cycle, just embracing my womanhood more, and really uh, like reading books about it, just getting so far into my yin energy, it's been really healing, which again is one of the archetypes of yin energy, but it's also just been so empowering in the sense that it also has felt like it's balanced more of my yang energy out and I believe that that's because excuse me for my tangent it's because we live in a very masculine dominated society and that isn't to say that men run everything but it's just to say that society at large tends to run and thrive on that masculine solar circadian rhythm the idea that the sun comes up the sun goes down and we're kind of expected to behave the same and have the same amount of energy every single day if you hear my dog's paws i apologize he has decided to join us so this is why i believe that becoming more connected to my yin energy has balanced out my yang energy because I was definitely so far up in my yang energy so far into that like goal dominating you know not go with the flow but like strict disciplined scheduled to a T and there's pros and cons to both but finding a bit more balance and harmony within those energies and getting more in touch with my feminine it's empowering and it's inspiring and it's very healing and it's very I can't even think of the word outside of just like ah, just connecting I feel more in tune with myself and I feel more at peace with the different phases of myself and understanding that it's normal to have like a full week when I'm ovulating and feel so good and kind of have that week right before my period feel a little weird and then the week of my period feeling like a renewal or a refreshment and a new sense of wanting to plan and brainstorm and then feeling that momentum build again that doesn't make you crazy that doesn't make you all over the place or a roller coaster it makes you woman. In a very physical, earthly, reproductive way, it makes you female. And, and that relationship is a gift that you can choose to take or not. It's totally up to you. Now, when it comes to different tips, different products, and how I actually put this information into practice, I'm planning on posting a vlog where I actually vlog those things, more like a video diary of my life. And it'll go up on my personal channel within the next few weeks. So check out for that. Aside from that, don't be afraid to share your own thoughts on your cycle. If you have it synced to the moon, where you're at right now, your tips, your products, anything of the sort down below or in the coast community chat over on the discord. I hope you guys enjoyed talking about this today. I love you guys to the moon and back man. We had to say the moon today, which was such a throwback because obviously we're talking about the moon and our cycles and how we as women are deeply connected to said moon, which is an incredible romantic notion to think that the universe created us in such a way. I like it. It's symbolic. It's spiritual. And I love the witchiness to it, you know? So now you know my pure goals and I will talk to all of you guys in our next warm and cozy beverage and chat. Would it be weird if I said cheers? I just tried to say cheers. That just didn't seem right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.